Shalom. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms. This is a daily podcast and we read you the entire Bible in one year following the weekly Torah portions as well as doing daily readings from the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. This way, in one year, you will have read through the entire Bible. Today is the 25th of August, and it's the 8th of Elul on the Hebrew calendar. I am Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today, our Torah portion comes from Ki Titsa, and this means when you go out. Today is also the ninth day of our days of repentance leading up to the most holy day on our calendar year, which is the Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur. Before we begin our readings from the Torah in Deuteronomy chapter 24, verses 5 through 13, let us thank and bless God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his son, Yeshua the Messiah, our master. This is Devarim chapter 24, verses 5 through 13. When a man takes a new wife, he shall not go out in the army. Neither shall he be assigned any business. He shall be free at home one year and shall cheer his wife whom he has taken. No man shall take the mill or the upper millstone as a pledge, for he takes a life in pledge. If a man is found stealing any of his brothers of the sons of Israel, and he deals with him as a slave or sells him, then that thief shall die. So you shall remove the evil from among you. Be careful in the plague of Zara'at that you observe diligently and do according to all that the Levitical Kohanim teach you. As I commanded them, so you shall observe to do. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam by the way as you came out of Egypt. When you lend your neighbor any kind of loan, you shall not go into his house to get his pledge. You shall stand outside, and the man to whom you lend shall bring the pledge outside to you. If he is a poor man, you shall not sleep with his pledge. You shall surely restore to him the pledge when the sun goes down, that he may sleep in his garment and bless you. It shall be righteousness to you before the Lord your God. That concludes our readings in the Torah today. Now we're going to move on to the prophets. This day we are going to read from Joel chapter 2 or Yoel chapter 2. If you have a different version of the scriptures, if you're not reading from the um, New Jerusalem version that is through Hanini Publishers, you're actually going to see that this is listed in your version as Joel chapters 2 and 3. 
but for our purposes reading here at Daily Bread for Busy Moms, right now we are reading from this version, and this is going to be Joel chapter 2. Blow the shofar in Zion, and sound an alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming, for it is close at hand. A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, as the dawn spreading on the mountains. A great and strong people, there has never been the like, nor will there ever be again after them. Even to the years of many generations, a fire devours before them and behind them. A flame burns. The land is as the Garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness, and no one has escaped them. Their appearance is as the appearance of horses, and they run like war horses, like the noise of chariots. On the tops of the mountains they leap, like the noise of a flame of fire that devours the stubble like a strong people set in battle array. At their presence, the peoples are in anguish. All faces have grown pale. They run like mighty men. They climb the wall like warriors. They each march in his line. And they do not swerve from their paths. Neither does one jostle another. They march everyone in his path. They burst through the defenses and do not break ranks. They rush on the city, they run on the wall, they climb up into the houses, they enter in at the windows like thieves. The earthquakes before them, the heavens tremble, the sun and the moon are darkened, and the stars withdraw their shining. The Lord thunders his voice before his army, for his forces are very great, for he is strong who obeys his command. For the day of the Lord is great and very awesome, and who can endure it? Yet even now, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, and with fasting and with weeping and with mourning. Tear your heart and not your garments, and turn to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abundant in his said, and relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering to the Lord your God. Blow the shofar in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the assembly, assemble the elders, gather the children and those who nursed from breasts. Let the bridegroom go out of his room and the bride out of her room. Let the Kohanim, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar. And let them say, Spare your people, Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach, that the nations should rule over them. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord was zealous for his land and had pity on his people. The Lord answered and said to his people, Behold, I will send you grain, new wine and oil, and you will be satisfied with them. And I will no more make you a reproach among the nations, but I will remove the northern army far away from you and will drive it into a barren and desolate land. 
its front into the eastern sea, and its back into the western sea, and its stench will come up, and its bad smell will rise. Surely he has done great things. Do not fear, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, you animals of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness spring up, for the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he gives you the early rain in just measure, and he causes the rain to come down for you the early rain and the latter rain as before. The threshing floors will be full of wheat and the vats will overflow with new wine and oil. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the great locust, the grasshopper, and the caterpillar, my great army, which I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat and be satisfied and will praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people will never again be disappointed. You will know that I am among Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and there is no one else, and my people will never again be disappointed. And this concludes our readings in the prophets today. Next, we're going to read our portion from the writings, which is in Second Chronicles chapter 6 verses 22 through 42. This is the Divrei Hayamim. If a man sins against his neighbor and an oath is laid on him to cause him to swear, and he comes and swears before your altar in this house, then hear from heaven, act and judge your servants, bringing retribution to the wicked to bring his way on his own head, and justifying the righteous to give him according to his righteousness. If your people Israel are struck down before the enemy because they have sinned against you, and they turn again and confess your name, and pray and make supplication before you in this house, then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel, and bring them again to the land which you gave to them and to their fathers. When the sky is shut up, and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, if they pray toward this place and confess your name, and turn from their sin when you afflict them, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants, of your people Israel, when you teach them the good way in which they should walk and send rain on your land, which you have given to your people for an inheritance. If there is famine in the land, if there is pestilence, if there is blight or mildew, locust or caterpillar, if their enemies besiege them in the land of their cities, whatever plague or whatever sickness there is, whatever prayer and supplication is made by any man or by all your people Israel, who will each know his own plague and his own sorrow, and shall spread out his hands towards this house. Then hear from heaven your dwelling place, and forgive, and render to every man according to all his ways, whose heart you know. For you, 
even you only, know the hearts of the children of men, that they may fear you to walk in your ways so long as they live in the land which you gave to our fathers. Moreover, concerning the foreigner who is not of your people Israel, when he comes from a far country for your great name's sake and your mighty hand and your outstretched arm, when they come and pray toward this house, then hear from heaven, even from your dwelling place, and do according to all that the foreigner calls to you for, that all the peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you, as do your people Israel, and that they may know that this house which I have built is called by your name. If your people go out to battle against their enemies, by whatever way you send them, and they pray to you toward this city which you have chosen, and the house which I have built for your name, then hear from heaven their prayer and their supplication, and maintain their cause. If they sin against you, for there is no man who does not sin, and you are angry with them, and deliver them to the enemy, so that they carry them away captive to a land far off or near. Yet if they come to their senses in the land where they are carried captive, and turn again and make supplication to you in the land of their captivity, saying, We have sinned, and we have done perversely, and have dealt wickedly. If they return to you with all their heart, and with all their soul, in the land of their captivity, where they have carried them captive, and pray toward their land, which you have given to their fathers, and the city which you have chosen, and toward the house which I have built for your name, then hear from heaven, even from your dwelling place, their prayer and their petitions, and maintain their cause, and forgive your people who have sinned against you. Now, my God, let, I beg you, your eyes be open, and let your ears be attentive to the prayer that is made in this place. Arise, Lord God, into your resting place, you and the ark of your strength. Let your Kohanim, Lord God, be clothed with salvation, and let your holy ones rejoice in goodness. Lord God, do not turn away the face of your anointed. Remember the said of your servant, David. And that concludes our readings in the writings today. Our last reading today is going to come from the apostolic writings. Today we're reading in Hebrews, and we're going to read from chapter 6. Therefore, leaving the teaching of the first principles of Messiah, let us press on to perfection, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of emuna toward God of the teaching of immersions, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this will we do if God permits. For concerning those who were once enlightened and tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Ruach HaKodesh and tasted the good word of God and the powers of the Olam Haba and then fell away, it is impossible to renew them again to repentance, seeing they crucify the Son of God for themselves again and put him to open shame. 
For the land, which has drunk the rain that comes often on it, and produces a crop suitable for them, for whose sake it is also tilled, receives blessings from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is rejected, and near being cursed, whose end is to be burned. But beloved, we are persuaded of better things for you, and things that accompany salvation, even though we speak like this. For God is not unrighteous, so as to forget your work and the labor of love which you showed toward his name, in that you serve the holy ones and still do serve them. And we desire that each of you may show the same diligence to the fullness of hope, even to the end, that you will not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through emuna and perseverance inherited the promises. For when God made a promise to Abraham, since he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply you. Thus, having patiently endured, he obtained the promise, for men indeed swear by a greater one, and in every dispute of theirs the oath is final for confirmation. In this way, God, being determined to show more abundantly to the heirs of the promise the immutability of his counsel, interposed with an oath, that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we may have a strong encouragement who have fled for refuge to take hold of the hope set before us. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast, and entering into that which is within the parakeet, where as a forerunner, Yeshua entered for us, having become a Kohen Gadol forever after the order of Melchizedek. This completes our readings today. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice in this reading cycle, you're also going to read from Acts chapter 1 today. Thank you so much for following along with us and reading with the Daily Bread for Busy Moms annual reading plan. We do have our Daily Bread for Busy Moms journals available right now. You can go ahead and order yours today at arielmedia.shop and that way it will be to you before we begin our next reading cycle. I am Sarah Ruth. I've been your reader today here at Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Mm-hmm.